So, Periscope, Trovo, Facebook, DLive, and will YouTube connect? Yes. What's up, everybody? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, and it's Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. And as of noon Eastern Time, which was a couple of minutes ago, effective noon, is it supposed to be, sh is it showing me right now on the side, or is it just oh, a mistake? Is it, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh. <laughs> Fixed. Um, side view Hake. Side view on Hake. As of noon, sound was in a tunnel, but now the sound should be fine. Sound is right. Press 1 if the sound is right. Press 2 if the sound is terrible, but Joel says that's his bad. It's fine. <laughs> okay, much better. Thank you, Willie. Yeah, I was picking up the, the uh, side view camera uh, mic. Trump's, st Trump's stress is over, and we are in a world of dog something, says Anderson Moffat, too. Interesting. Yeah, so Joe Biden is now your president, <laughs> is what they tell me. And I believe them, right? I do. We are going to be talking about all of that. How would you grade Trump? How would you grade the president? How would you grade the... <laughs> are you going to watch the inauguration? I hear that there are many artists who are going, including Garth Brooks, who says it's not political. It's not a political statement. <laughs> Remember all those people who were, like, harassed and boycotted for agreeing to do the um, presidential inauguration four years ago? On a uh, 20... 17 January 20th 2017 that was a great inauguration President Trump and I think that we are okay calling President Trump President Trump because you can still call President Obama President Obama so that's nice right <laughs> I will be taking your calls 888-775-3773 this Biden administration is going to be a um, against imaginary an imaginary thing called racism so watch out people and also are going to be against sexism I touched on that in Hague news many decent people are and will continue to be under attack big time so stay cool keep it cool very nice um, I have some revolver reports on Biden's appointees <laughs> some of the so-called news outlets are calling it historic because Biden has a vice president who is a piece of work called Kamala Harris, who is part Indian, part Jamaican, and you could call her American. The first black person who is vice president, the first Asian person who is vice president because India is Asia, and the first woman <laughs> who is vice president interesting and so all that and your calls but let's get on with oh and you can also call in if you like about 
Trump's pardons or lack of pardons in certain cases. Let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. about how they always talk about his you're on the wrong side of history what does that mean i guess that means you're on the wrong side of the people who write the history right write the history books they say oh i should be calling it her story right her story <laughs> thank you nick for the correction they talk about they there is a saying that says the victors write the history books well it's actually the people who invade the liberal profession of historianism who write the history books, am I right? <laughs> Not necessarily the victors. The victors, I don't know. I guess they eventually uh, have their way, right? The propagandists. But that's not, that's not the right side, necessarily. The right side is what's right. It's not about history. That's basically... You're not part of the future. You're not on the side of what's coming, is what they're trying to say. But will history treat President Trump's presidency well? How would you grade President Trump's presidency? Like on a scale of 1 to 10? I don't know. I am grateful for President Trump's presidency. Very nice. And um, I'm interested to see what's coming. It's going to be interesting. We already got a taste of Joe Biden during the Obama administration because Joe Biden was Obama's VP. And Joe Biden sat back and just enjoyed Obama bringing Black Lives Matter and Al Sharpton to the White House. And Joe Biden sat back and enjoyed the um, threats and violations of the Second Amendment, threats to the Second Amendment, saying... You don't need a this or that. You don't need an AR-15. Just get your shotgun, fire two shots in the air, and that'll run off the, uh, <laughs> the uh, home invaders, right? Which I think that's an illegal thing to do. It was, but it was something that he suggested during the Obama administration. And people pretended like, oh, we can't impeach President Obama for all of his um, scandals. Of which there were many. He claimed there were none. <laughs> he claimed that they were all fake scandals, which is what we say about Trump's supposed scandals, right? They were all fake. Super Dave says, JLP's Job's Bible story needs an animation. It was so good. Yeah. I agree. That, would, that was a very nice monologue in the third hour of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. Um... But uh, they're pretending that we can't impeach President Obama. We would get Joe Biden next, and that would be worse. I don't know if that's true. Maybe it will be. <laughs> How long do you think Joe Biden will last? I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he will last. He has that 
<laughs> that sort of a female spirit. They say that his greatest leadership quality is empathy. Empathy. Which is a false imitation of love, right? That's a liberal word, empathy. And they pretended that Trump doesn't have empathy. Trump is a quite compassionate guy. You know, President Trump, I think he's been quite consistent throughout the years. If you think back to how President Trump was in the 80s and 90s, he was always loving the blacks and being all nice to the blacks. In some cases, maybe too nice. Didn't he get some NAACP awards and rubbing elbows with Jesse Jackson and liking uh, and defending Mike Tyson amid the fake rape charges? I presume they're fake. Wasn't he always that way? And he always had a nice relationship with Kanye West. And even before Kanye really strongly, at least publicly, came out in favor of President Trump, President Trump refrained from denouncing Kanye, even though many conservatives did not like Kanye West because he said, George Bush doesn't like black people. (laughs) And he said it on like a live stream uh, dealing with some live celebrity fundraiser for the... um, the Hurricane Katrina so-called victims, the blacks who were in New Orleans during the um, Hurricane Katrina in the early 2000s at that time. And then he went and said, I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) He interrupted the acceptance of the award that that white woman who's turned on whites and Christians and everybody, um, Taylor Swift, thank you, Nick, you're on it today. Taylor Swift got some award for a Grammy. You know, she writes catchy music. So she got a Grammy or something like that. And Kanye walked up on stage and took the mic from her and said, I'm going to let you finish, but um, he said Beyonce deserved, Beyonce deserved the award. Who's black, supposedly, right? French black. Is she Creole? Yeah. I think she's Creole. She claims. She claims. <laughs> and Beyonce should have gotten the award and not Taylor Swift. So, oh, and Obama turned on Kanye at that point. He said he was a A word. He was an A word or a Jack A. Can you say that? I guess it's kind of like saying donkey, right? A jackass. <laughs> I don't feel right saying that. <laughs> Asmodor says, I have an urge to read the Bible, but I hate to leave Hake. Yeah, the Job story was very nice by, by uh, JLP. Beyond Z, correct me a correction from Super Dave, Beyond Z. I wish he already married at that point to Jay-Z. And she turned into a piece of work, Beyonce. Ugh. And if you can imagine it, Jay-Z got even worse too. What a mess. Don't ever cuss again, Hake. <laughs> and Brandon asks, have you told Maze about Holly? I don't know. I think that Maze might have been listening. But President Trump, in his final pardons while in office that we know of, and I'm pretty sure that that's, they are indeed the final pardons, according to Revolver News, Trump bizarrely pardons two rappers, and corrupt former Detroit mayor Kwame 
Kilpatrick. Yikes. But Trump has always loved the blacks. Right? So I think that it's kind of consistent of him. And I'm saying love kind of loosely. I don't know if it's the right kind of love necessarily. That's according to Revolver and Reuters. And he did not pardon himself, nor members of his family, nor the lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. What are they charged with? I don't know. Are they even charged at this point? I don't know. Tony from California, who makes stuff up all the time on the JLP show and on the Hake Report, says, Oh, New York is coming after Trump. And I wouldn't doubt it. They want to punish President Trump and anybody who ever supported him, if they can. Because they're full of hate. He did pardon Steve Bannon, formerly of Breitbart.com. He was in, I think he was kind of leading the Trump campaign in 2016. A key advisor in the 2016 run. Charged last year with swindling the president's own supporters. And this is according to Reuters, so take it with a grain of salt. Over an effort to raise private funds to build the president's wall on the... Meaning America's wall, let's be honest, right? Reuters is very anti-Trump and anti-American. On the U.S.-Mexico border, he did plead not guilty, but he's been pardoned. Bannon, Steve Bannon, has been an important leader in the conservative movement and is known for his political acumen, said the White House in a statement. And that black former mayor, Kwame Kilpatrick, of Detroit, was serving a 28-year prison term on corruption charges. Yikes. Serious stuff. And isn't that so common? John Cardillo, who has been a pretty vocal, sort of a Trump supporter guy, he tweeted, Trump granted clemency to a rapper named Kodak Black. And I have a picture of this. He said, who did who depicted the choking of a Trump supporter in one of his music rap videos. Wow. What was the context of that, I wonder? And wasn't that, isn't that kind of a common scene, actually? Trump supporters being attacked. That's from a few years ago, I guess. His, his uh, song called Tunnel Vision, I presume. Kodak Black. Real name is Bill. (laughs) Not to be confused with our Bill, definitely. Bill Capri. Bill K. Capri. 23-year-old black guy who'd made a false statement on a federal document. What type of false statement? I don't know. I didn't look into it. He also pardoned Lil Wayne, who was seen recently. He tweeted out a picture of himself with President Trump. I don't have that picture, but 38-year-old black rapper, been around for, I don't know, I've known about him for about 20 years, more than 20 years. Recently took a picture with Trump. He had a weapon possession charge, and he was already a convicted felon, and felons, somehow they make it so that felons don't get their Second Amendment. I don't know when that happened. I heard from a... uh, Reliable source. There he is. Is that a real? Th- is that his real thumbs up? <laughs> Lil Wayne with his 
face all marked up with tattoos and President Trump, and that's the real President Trump, I think. That's not a cardboard, I don't think. They're smiling together with their thumbs up. And I think that was during the Trump's, you know, Trump worked during his presidency to help the blacks with uh, opportunity type stuff. And get out of jail, a second chance, the first step act. I think some people who came out of jail from this thing, and he was working with Tim Scott, this rhino, black rhino senator from, I think, South Carolina or North Carolina or somewhere. I think somebody got out of jail, according to Tucker Carlson of Fox News, and ended up killing somebody, I think. That's what I heard. And more than just one crime like that took place. It's crazy. So it might have been a little too lenient on the blacks. But, you know, I heard people making the case for this guy should get a pardon because he can't, he won't, wouldn't get a fair trial. Because he was seen as supporting Trump. Lil Wayne. President Trump did not pardon Julian Assange, who was the, uh, he is, the founder and head of WikiLeaks. I don't know if he's still directing WikiLeaks from jail. I guess he's in jail or something. Has he been extradited here to America? Julian Assange... And WikiLeaks exposed stuff with, there was a guy who turned transgender years ago, who was in the military. And then he, um, he, he wasn't transgender at the time that he did this, at least not that we knew of. Bradley Manning, he exposed how there was some air raid and it killed civilians by Americans over in the Middle East somewhere, I believe. And there was other stuff going on, he... Leaked stuff to WikiLeaks. And then later, WikiLeaks leaked out stuff that exposed the DNC, the Democrat National Committee. This was during the 2015, 2016, I guess, presidential campaign, Hillary versus Trump. And it showed how the Democrat National Committee was colluding with the mainstream media to... Give the shaft to um, that more, who call, he calls himself independent, but he's a socialist, democratic socialist, Bernie Sanders, to ch- help cheat and let Bernie Sanders lose to Hillary Clinton by various means, media and Democrat collusion, and all kinds of weird stuff coming out of the Democrats, and he exposed... The government, too. Corruption. So he was, uh, he was hated by the government. Never mind what they do to us, but when we do it to them, we the people are, in, that, in his case, he's a foreigner, right? Julian Assange. When he did something to them, they come down hard on it. It's kind of like these ro- pro- capital protesters. You do, it to, you do it to local police all you want. Black Lives Matter and Antifa. But if you do it to the Capitol and threaten or strike fear into the hearts of the people in, in Congress and make... Who's that woman who cried? You make Democrat female senators cry? 
You're gonna get come down hard on. What a mess. Talking about the Capitol Hill rioters, Tammy Duckworth, yeah. She like acted like she was crying after the Capitol Hill siege, the insurrection. Black Lives Matter and Antifa insurrecting four years straight, or really more, seven years straight, six, seven, eight years straight. They do it all they want because they're black and they're fighting racism. They're for America, (laughs) even though they want no USA at all. And he did not, President Trump did not pardon Edward Snowden of NSA. He was working, I believe, in the National Security Administration, something like that. And then he came out and talked to a guy from either Guardian or Glenn Greenwald or something. Intercept? I don't know. And said, you know, the NSA, the U.S. government spies on Americans without even their, their knowledge or consent or the approval of courts or anything. Spies on us. There have been people who just, who will dox love interests. <laughs> people who work in the government. Deep staters, if you will, right? Who will, oh, let's find out about this person or that person. And they'll do it. Total abuse of power. And you've, you've seen that happen too with Twitter employees. They uh, banned Trump temporarily at one point a year or two ago. Facebook employees, Google employees, all these people. Trump did not pardon Edward Snowden, who exposed the government spying on Americans. And he did not pardon Ross Ulbricht, who was an Eagle Scout as a boy, as a young man, I guess. And then he became a hacker who started this black market... Dark, what is it called? Darknet? Marketplace, online marketplace that he called Silk Road. On which people bought and sold stuff undetected. Right? Which, of course, came to include illegal drugs. Was that his intention? I don't know. Did he know it would happen? Probably. He was pretty smart. I heard somebody say that that guy tried to get an imaginary fake person killed who was actually an FBI agent <laughs> multiple times. I heard that that guy, Ross Ulbricht, tried to do that. Was he for freedom in some way? I guess so. There are a lot of these guys, Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, and Ross Ulbricht. My impression of them is that they're like liberal-leaning. They never really necessarily came out in support of President Trump. Assange did help. The Trump and he did help Trump get into office, I think you could say, because he exposed some of the corruption of Hillary, the Democrats, and the media. I think he just didn't want Hillary to get in. <laughs> but I think of these as liberal guys. Did they come out in support of Trump? Did he have any duty to them? I don't know. There's a lot of Trump supporters who are really mad at about this. They think he's a coward. Are they Trump supporters? I don't know. <laughs> but they acted like they supported Trump. Some of them probably did vote for Trump. They call President Trump a coward for not doing that. And yet they pardoned this, he pardoned this rapper who did a a video in which a Trump supporter is depicted getting choked out. 
Yeah. Honestly, I don't really have a big opinion. I think it's, uh, it's, Trump is a boomer. And he's always been a New York Times reader from his youth. And he's been a mainstream sort of a guy. And yet an independent thinker. I think what's happened with a lot of the Trump supporters is that, let's say, the white nationalist types who support Trump. There were a few, right? There were maybe many who were into the white thing. They took some of the things that President Trump said as indications that he would be this super pro-white guy. There was Richard Spencer's, because Trump at one point, I think he supported universal health care and things like that. But he's a boomer. He doesn't necessarily mean the things in the way that you're thinking that he's meaning them. And so they said, oh, he, he turned on us. He changed. I don't think that President Trump really changed much. Or he said some, one thing and did another. That's kind of life. That's how things happen. It's not necessarily a mark of a lack of integrity. Because oftentimes you say stump, something that you want to happen, and then by many different means you're prevented from doing it. Falling Down says it was cowardly. Kodak Black and Lil Wayne? <laughs> really? <laughs> Should have pardoned them. Would have been a huge kick in where it counts to the swamp. That's interesting. I kind of agree. I would have liked to see that. Him pardon Assange. Maybe Snowden. I don't know much about this Ulbricht guy. This is kind of the first time I've looked into him at all. But I kind of appreciate his wanting for freedom for the people. I appreciate that. I can sympathize with the libertarian types and some of the liberals. Um, and these guys who are really passionate about Assange and all that. Trump is not into this. He's not a willing anti-establishment guy. He's a boomer who saw how evil the establishment is. But he's never been into this libertarian thing or... or He's not like one of the young people who were uh, always suspicious of the government, you know? You know what I mean? He's not into these things like you guys, I mean, some of these guys who are really mad at Trump, calling him an outright coward, total coward. I don't necessarily, I don't know what, what goes on behind the scenes. I don't know. So that's that. I'm glad, I'm happy that President Trump fought this thing to the end and never backed down from saying what he wanted to say about this election and about the mainstream media and about the government in general. Yes, he worked with them and made compromises and stuff. It's kind of what you have to do in order to function at all. But he exposed the media like like nobody else. And yes, all of, probably all of you, or many of you, some of you may have been awakened to the evil of the media from Trump's actions and Trump's presence. Actually, a lot of you probably. 
but many of you already knew it, so it was nothing new what President Trump was saying about the media. But he exposed them in a powerful way. And to this day, he's doing it. But I love that he did not attend this inauguration that's going on right now. I don't think, I don't, I completely disagree with Twitter calling that a glorification of violence or a justification of these violent people. It's so ridiculous. Somebody said, oh, you sound like a Nazi. Everything that you're for is Nazi stuff. Just because the Nazis were right about some things, I heard that they were against abortion and, and uh, pornography. Doesn't mean that I'm a Nazi. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm American. But people are nuts. And they called Trump a Nazi and Trump a white supremacist. And that's not stopping. It's crazy. It's funny. It's funny because everybody knows that it's ridiculous. Anyway, President Trump said it's been a great honor. I appreciate that. Accomplished a lot. He said promises made, promises kept. Do you agree? You know, some of the whites and... I say the whites because they're the, some of the ones that I've heard say this. And many others were saying... He didn't build, or he didn't even build one inch of wall. They were saying this a a year or two ago. He's a liar. He didn't have any intention of building the wall. Of course he did. Of course he did. Customs and Border Protection claims that he built 452 miles of wall. How much needed to be built? I don't know. But there was endless fighting by the ACLU, by environmentalist groups, which are liberals who don't support America. Um, by many others, land, some landowners, and many. And there were um, problems arising with the, with the building of the wall itself. Like sometimes there's floods and it brings in debris, and that can undermine the structure of the wall down below. So they need to have a grate that lifts up, and under that grate people can crawl through. But that great, those grates need to stay open. All kinds of different things come up. But you deal with the problems as they come. Reminds me of this stuff with regard to hydroxychloroquine. In the, uh, dealing with the, um, this Wuhan virus. As it might rightly be called, right? Because that's where we believe, we're told, that it originated. Not a, no, not a lot of promises kept, says Brandon M. I mostly pr- uh, appreciate the president for his, like, fighting and truthful spirit. When you hear him talk and deal with pressure and, and uh, controversy and all that, he stands his ground on what he knows is right. So I like that. I really appreciate that about him. That was something that we were starving for. Is, how would you rate him as, in terms of the presidents in your lifetime and to your knowledge throughout history? I don't know much about history, so I can't say, but I think he might have been better than Reagan. Reagan is getting a really bad rap from the nationalists today because of the, um, getting rid of no-fault divorce. Was that during his, was that when he was a 
was he a Democrat before? He was a Democrat before, right? Wasn't he governor of California? Was that as a Democrat or a Republican? But I think that he got rid of, no, he, be, he brought in no-fault divorce is what I'm he- hearing, which was not good for America, for men, for women, for children. We need fault divorce, meaning it's somebody's fault. Whose is it? What happened? Why are you trying to get divorced? Because now it's like loosey-goosey, and women are initiating all these, a bunch of these divorces. I hear 80% of divorces initiated by women. I heard that that's what we have, we have uh, Ronald Reagan to thank for that. <laughs> was that in his worst days, younger days when he was a liberal? Maybe so. I know he did this um, amnesty thing, which was supposed to be in exchange for the, a wall in border security, which never happened. Can you blame him for that? I think you can a little bit, at least a little bit. Kind of being a sucker. Was he a sucker? I don't know. He seemed like he was... Some people thought he was nobody's fool. And there's a lot of things that people are going to say about Trump and about the Trump administration that are true, but is it... Can you really totally blame... I mean, the buck does stop at Trump, right? Can you blame Trump for them? (laughs) Cut a lot of, yes, Take Care Business Bear points out, he cut out a lot of red tape with deregulations. Give it a few months, it'll back up now that Dementia Joe is in there. (laughs) Sleepy Joe. Yeah. He was really good about cutting the regulations. Those were a, a major problem. That debilitates businesses that start up. And he also brought in this executive order towards the end that... Okay, these regulations, you can't, be, you can't be prosecuting every person who breaks these regulations because it's a thicket, it's a confusing thicket to navigate of all these regulations, and some of them carry cr- criminal penalties for violating them. Ridiculous. And the people who are political appointees of the president meaning they're more accountable to the people, should be making the final decisions on these regulations as opposed to the ones who are deep staters, right? Bureaucrats, career bureaucrats, who are mostly liberals, who are control freaks, self-important, unfair, unjust-minded people who... institute all these things and undermine the will of the people as well as the president who was duly elected, right? In the case of Trump, right? What a mess. So I like that. GOP as much to blame as, as Trump. Republican Party going a thousand, mile, a thousand miles an hour to the di- diet Democrat Party. This is falling down. <laughs> Doom Jesus. As a doomful prediction about President Biden. (laughs) It's weird to say President Biden. But I better not say Vice President Biden, otherwise I'll get kicked off of these, all these platforms sooner than I need to, right? (laughs) But I like him for not, um, I like President Trump for not going to the inauguration. Uh, Mike Pence did, and honestly, that's to be expected, I think. Because Mike Pence is a traditional guy. 
traditional meaning following the typical ways of the political establishment. So he was seen at this inauguration thing, wearing a mask. <laughs> was he wearing two masks? Um, alongside George W. Bush, sleazy George W. Bush, backstabber, rhino, never Trumper, I think. Sleazy Bill Clinton, sleazy Hillary Clinton, and then Joe Biden talking like Michelle Obama, <laughs> and then Joe Biden talking like he's uh, an honorable man, which he's not. Um, empathy is a liberal word, it's a female-minded way of being, and that is Joe. Every time he looks at the camera and says, you at home with an empty seat at the table because somebody, because this president... <laughs> Didn't do it enough. <laughs> what a mess. Anyway, let me get to some calls. 888-775-3773. Atlanta Fried says, Only 330 seditious MAGA terrorists watching. What the heck? <laughs> let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how are you doing? Rick! Rick is not ready. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. Hello. <laughs> hey, James, what's going on, man? Sorry to hear you. Come on, man. Nice. What do you think about the inauguration, man? You watching it? I'm taking glances every now and then. They have Fox <laughs> News here in the uh, thing. Biden says, we still have far to go. And then you see Obama there. They're all not social distancing. And it's a, it's a mess. The inauguration. Uh, 46th president. You see, I think Lady Gaga there. What a mess. You know, too? Yeah. You know, too? I am seeing some double masks. <laughs> wow. You're going to watch the, the COVID-19 mysteriously disappear. I don't think so. No, that's you a way of so? control. No. The, you are going to see a lot of the Democrats pretend to be reasonable all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're already seeing it happening, right? The uh, New York governor, I think, Cuomo, and the yeah, Chicago mayor, they both opening up some of the businesses again, saying, oh, they were going to die if, the businesses are going to die if not, and they're already doing, you know, underground parties anyway, so we need to have it on the up and up so we can control things. So wow, they're not going to give up control. So I don't think that this thing is going away. It's it's only the blaming of the president that's going away because now the president is Biden, and they're not going to blame Biden for much of anything except to push him more left, more anti-American. Trump, yeah, a sore yeah. loser, wouldn't even come to the inauguration, and then he says he loves American traditions. No, he loves American traditions. That's why he didn't go. Because this is a yeah. violation of America. He, it's just like you, you're in a boxing match. You know, you, you're in a boxing match, and somebody put on submitted their boxing gloves and beat the daylights out you. You're supposed to go and um, congratulate them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like, it, it, just, it just kills me. It's like it's a movie that didn't end right. You know what I mean, um, James? No, I mean, it hasn't ended. That's what people get confused by, I think. I remember I watched a movie recently when I was uh -huh. sick. I watched uh, 
I watched this movie. It was called it's one of those Star Wars movies, right? And mm-hmm. in this movie, not to spoil it, <laughs> this is so mm-hmm. this is so corny. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi is this guy who trained this young man named Darth Vader, and Obi Wan right. Kenobi is all mad because Darth Vader is evil. He's like, you were supposed to kill the such and such. But Mm -hmm. he was all upset. But the story wasn't over yet. And later on, later on, Darth Vader does what he was supposed to do. So, Mm. people are, um, I think people who are mad, like JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson says, Mm -hmm. they're playing God. They're They're acting like they're God and they they're mad about something that they have no business being mad about. They don't know what the r- true end is. I guess you could say it's an end of a chapter that didn't end that nicely. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, uh, so do you think that's what? how the, the world is an unjust world. Think about it. Satan, Anakin, not Darth Vader, says, <laughs> step on. Hey, he's listening. How are you? Oh, yeah, he's listening because, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy, though, you know, just one of those things, you know, it's like, I don't know, you know, it just, it just like, man, it's like, you know, Trump got him, you know, it's just like, right. it just couldn't come up, you know, like, um, and it's like, it's almost hard for me to accept it, you know what I mean? I do, I totally know what you mean. I remember when Obama was reelected, and mm-hmm. we're, some people were thinking one-term president, and honestly, <laughs> Hake explaining Star Wars like no one knows the story. <laughs> honestly, uh, I was upset when Obama got reelected, and it was—it's not good to be upset. You do rash things and silly things and alienate friends who don't need to—you don't need to alienate them or fake friends, right? Um, so just keep it cool. Keep it cool. Trump is cool. And he's not yeah. going to stop. I don't think, I don't see him stopping fighting for us. It's going to be hard because I don't know where to look to get his take on things. I like, I used to have Twitter notifications on for real Donald Trump, right? But Twitter kicked him uh-huh. off for their, you know, fake rules, right? Right. So, I don't know. I don't know what's coming. But you don't have to look to Trump. We have to be, Trump did his part. Let's do our part. Which is not the uh, what the capital guys did who got themselves in trouble, and most right. of the capital guys who were there were totally peaceful. Didn't go in any place where they weren't supposed to go. They were decent people, but right. some people got a little carried away or a lot carried away, and they're getting the hammer come down hard on them because um, that's what happens to anybody who's. Remotely on the side of what's right. That's why the whites are getting it bad and the men and the Christians so You know, <laughs> and you know what it's on that same note man It, 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 it seems like I can relate to most blacks. Come closer they to your phone Rick They don't research anything. They just go off with CNN Stays because you know CNN is play enough to control your emotionally Right. They don't, they don't want because they count on you not to research anything anyway. Yeah. You know. And that's I mean, true. That I think that's crazy. the case with this um, election shenanigans. If people were to look into it, 
for themselves, they yep. would be like, I'd like to see more um, investigation or prosecution or whatever. But they didn't. Right. They just took what the media was saying and what the judges were saying and what their own imaginations were saying. You heard that guy on JLP, Dimitri, from somewhere back east, who's a black guy, who said, um, who said that the judges rejected it because there was not enough evidence. They looked at the evidence and it was not enough evidence. Well, that may have been true for some of the cases, even though a lawsuit doesn't, is not an evidentiary hearing necessarily. But a lawsuit mm. can go forward without seeing much evidence at all. But they came up with all kinds of different excuses. And it, this is well known. And what I had written to Jesse to correct the record was they dismissed it because of a lack of standing for many of the people who were bringing the lawsuits. So a supposed right. lack of standing. A supposed, oh, you filed too late. And when they filed beforehand, oh, you filed too early. So when are you supposed to file these lawsuits? Ridiculous. So um, I think that there was a lot of, uh, I think in general we have a weak culture, a weak and corrupt culture. It's not necessarily a conspiracy. It's a culture that's gotten weak and corrupt. And you could say it was a conspiracy to corrupt the culture. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's both conspiracy and culture. It's corrupt. You know, I'm trying to see, I hear a lot of liberals saying, now we're going to have peace. I mean, are y'all aware of their policies, you know? I mean, it, it just seems like, especially blacks. I mean, you can ask the average black, you know, President Trump donated, um, you know, a lot of the most money to all your um, black colleges. They ain't even aware of that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you know that President Trump gave you, um, and, you know, um, decreased your standard deduction on your taxes? Yeah. Almost like over $12,000. Yeah, you, you know, know what, and even, and even that stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, that stuff can be like a spark that may awaken somebody to be like, hey, wait a minute. For example, you'll hear about blacks every now and then, they'll start to wake up a little bit when they see, oh, actually the Democrats were the party of the KKK and slavery and Jim Crow and stuff. Yeah. But I don't see that as waking people up for the most part, because you don't really need to research you just need more truth talk in everyday cir- circles. I I was listening to um, a guy who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show multiple times in the Fallen State and men's conference and men's forums and things, or open mm-hmm. uh, um, town hall forums put on by yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson and Bond. Brandon Tatum, he was talking about Joe Biden is a racist. He's everything that they're calling Trump. But his example of Joe Biden's racism and I put that in quotes, air quotes, um, is his speaking at some KKK guy's funeral and honoring him or whatever. But you could just look to how he talks down to blacks and pretends that he'd be on their side and lies about the Charlottesville incident and pretends that Black Lives Matter has any validity. Those are the examples of racism, of hating and looking down on and exploiting dumb blacks who are dumb enough to believe the nonsense that he's spewing, which you know, everybody else is, too. They believe it, man. Yeah. Pardon Kwame Kapash. You know who he, who he is, right? I know that he was the mayor of Detroit at one point. Yeah, the mayor of Detroit. He and convicted of corruption, yeah, he, 28 yeah. years in prison, and he was yep. pardoned, and so he's going to get let out. <laughs> Wasn't he and a Democrat? <laughs> he, oh, oh, 
course he was a total brat, man. Yeah. He, uh, then then he, they, they put him back in jail because um, he wasn't paying on his monthly um, bill back to the city of Detroit, to my understanding. I think he would have spent like 15 grand on getting his wife a butt job or something like that. Oh, and that's they, terrible. You know what? Yeah, you, that's, know. you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. Is I'm opening up the White House briefing statement from the press uh-huh. secretary grant regarding uh-huh. executive grants of clemency, and uh-huh. it's already error 404, <laughs> meaning which indicates to me that the the es- deep state establishment at the White House um, already took down the president's work from the WhiteHouse.gov, and so luckily uh-huh. I, oh, I saved an archive of it. <laughs> That's wild. Wow, they t- they took it out that fast. Yeah, <laughs> unless wow. I'm unless something else is happening, but this is it's taken down. I think it's taken down. <laughs> That's wild. You know what, James? Let me show. You let me screenshot it and show I'm, you guys. I'm sorry, James. Anyways, go on. Yeah. Can you recommend some good online news you can watch? You know, like besides mainstream media. Now I know some. I watch Newsmax. I watch one one American News. Yeah, I um I opener by Michael Lewis, and um, I, I sometimes I watch CRTV news too. I watch I like their news. Yeah, and um, well online I like um Epic Times. I like Right Side Broadcasting. Um, oh, Ep- Epic Times right has right. NTD news, and um, Ep- Right Side Broadcasting. Um, some say Golden State Times, they might be pretty good, I don't know. And, oh, uh, as far as watching, right, as far as watching, the Jesse yeah. Peterson show is pretty good, although yeah. he doesn't do as much news because he's busy dealing with, like, real things. <laughs> mm-hmm. People's lives. Um, yeah. Hake news, not fake yep, news. Yep, I, I listen to you too, bro. <laughs> yes, sir, I gotta throw you in the mix, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drag these screenshots news. into it just to show you guys. It's crazy. And Epic News. The Epic Times. That, Epic Times. Oh. The Epic oh, Times Epic. is E-P-O-C-H. It looks like Epoch E-P- Times. I think the Brits oh. pronounce it Epoch. The, oh, okay. The EpicTimes.com, and then they have some, they have various, um, they actually have a few different YouTube channels. We'll see how long they last. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know how that goes, and um, yeah. I'm glad you in take news, and I got um, what was that one? right, right, um, right side broadcasting network. Oh, okay. Can I find that on YouTube? Yes, at least okay. for the time being. They got suspended on Twitter <laughs> yesterday for no obvious reason, other than being conservatives and pro-Trump. Right side broadcasting right. network, RSBN, right side broadcasting network. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, and that just makes I can't stand it. I can't stand it, especially CNN. That's, now, now, I wonder how um, Cuomo Primetime going to be doing now. Oh, Biden's just not of the people. Oh, <laughs> boy, he's have a different tone now. Yeah, I wonder if the, if the predictions are going to be true about the, um, about the, establishment legacy media taking a dive in their ratings because Trump was good for their ratings because everybody either loved him or hated him but but uh I don't think it, most people could care less about Joe Biden or even yeah. Kamala Harris they kind of dislike Kamala Harris I think so we'll see what happens wow 
know, man, that's going to be interesting. I'm just looking, you know, I'm looking forward to it because I know taxes are going to go up at least. But I don't expect nothing else. I expect that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and worse, he's going to push a crazy social justice agenda. He's going to go after the whites and anybody who doesn't hate whites enough See, in, that, their t- in their that's mind. That's another thing. Uh, you're keep, you're cutting out, Rick. Keep blacks, um, you know, racism they here. But we got to continue pumping blacks with racism, so we got to talk social justice. Hey, social justice reform. Stay yeah. your time pass out of jail. That's reform. Yep. I appreciate so, it, Rick. It's good to hear from you, hey, man. Hey, you too, James. Keep up the fake report. Thank you, man. Hello. Keep your head up. I love you, brother. Yeah, right. I will, man. I'm about to just to see him get inaugurated, so that's a little hard. So, like I said, deal with it. Yeah, it shouldn't be new for you. You've seen a whole lot of Democrats get into office. And honestly, oh, rhinos. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Gary, they have destroyed Gary, man. Gary, Indiana. Yeah. That city is so destroyed, man. They, they're trying to pump businesses into that city, but if the citizens of that city don't do things themselves to start it off with, it's not yep. nothing anyway. Yeah, completely true. I appreciate you it, know. Rick. Take okay, care, man. Up, be good. All right. You know, it's like a time of, there's a lot of opportunities. There are a lot of opportunities. Let me show this to you. A couple of screenshots here. So I archived this page because I knew, I somehow kind of knew that it might not last. (laughs) They, like, must have completely wiped. Let me see whitehouse.gov. Because it, um, just earlier it said promises made, promises kept. And it was Trump, and I have that picture, I think. And now it's a picture of Joe Biden. And it's not even 1 o'clock Eastern time. Promises made, promises kept. That's how the president's final day in office, his page, looked on whitehouse.gov. And now I'm about to drag in that, the new screenshot of that, but... Um... I have a couple of screenshots of his executive order of of clemency. Statement from the press secretary regarding executive grants of clemency issued January 20th, meaning just this morning or late last night after midnight last night, January 20th, which is today. Do you see those screenshots there? Just says screenshot. And it shows the executive order. Not the executive order, the statement on the people who were seven, it was like 140, over 140 people. There's a picture of Joe Biden, by the way, in the White House uh, page. Whitehouse.gov now has a picture of him. And there's the statement from the press secretary for Trump regarding executive grants of clemency. And then now that it's afternoon, now it's an error. You go to that same link, that same URL, and it's dead. Wow. No respect. Put it up and taken down the same day. Those were the announcements of Lil Toonchi, Lil Wayne, getting uh, his um, pardon and various others. Let me get to... Oh. Hang on, Paul in Massachusetts. I'm going to get to you shortly. Next, I will be taking more calls. Trump is heading to the best state. I have some information on this um, Biden's pick for Department of Defense uh, secretary, the head of the Department of Defense. And he's a black guy. 
a retired army general, Lloyd Austin. And he's going to rid our ranks of racists and extremists if and when, I guess the Senate confirms the presidential appointments. <sighs> Terrible. So I'll read to you a little bit about that and more coming up. Let me just take this break a little early so I can get right back at the top of the hour to Paul and these stories. Hang tight, guys. I'll be right back for hour two of The Hake Report. Hang tight. Says with a super chat on Streamlabs, you know, I'm demonetized on YouTube. Streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Says, love you, man. Hake loyalist. Appreciate that, Dan East. Very nice. It's going to be interesting. So, this is soy in the form of audio, says 531 B O O B. Shout out to Bright Lights. That's called Breaking the System. Courtesy of Bright Lights, also known as John Parfit, J-O-N-P-A-R-F-I-T-T. Let me get to Paul in Massachusetts. Have a people to get to, people to talk to on the phone. Haters, Joel says that's a banger, meaning a cool song. Very nice. <laughs> Let me get to Paul, a first-time caller in Massachusetts. Want to talks about wants to talk about the inauguration and China, and of course Julian and Robert and the rest of you guys. Paul, how are you doing? Hey, Hank with the good hair. What's up, boss? Not much. How are you? Oh, well, it's a dark day, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's evil. Evil is uh, celebrating, right? (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, like you said, you can't really dwell too much on it. You kind of got to just hope for the best, you know, because right Right. now this guy is like, you know, we have, uh, what, 1.2 million uh, agents of communist China uh, that's infiltrated all of America, according to a leaked memo. Wow. And, yeah. And not only that, but, like, this stuff all happens after, like, what, $350 million in tariffs placed on China. So it's pretty crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. But we have to be perfect. Don't do anything rash. Stay smart, self-controlled, and alert. And we'll be fine. There are great opportunities that come with this type of thing. You know? and And the thing is, like, I tell people, like, He's had 47 years to do something in office. You really think Joe the 48th chance? Yeah, is going to be a charm, like. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's he's going to be empowering some of the worst people, so-called empowering them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just I'm sure you saw as a Secretary of Health. That's um. <laughs> yes, his sec- his vice was it Vice Secretary of the Health Department was a. Yeah. A guy who looks like he's trying to be dressing up like a woman, but he's kind of middle-aged and what fat. And, yeah. yeah uh, if you want, like, you can find us that picture, although I wouldn't mind if you spared us that picture <laughs> of the, <laughs> the transgender health vice secretary or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. What a mess. I guess it's kind I of know. a temp- It's. I think when they do stuff like that, it's kind of... They're trying to tempt us to... Tempt people to say something that sounds mean so that they can point and say, look, hateful people. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is that they're incompetent because they had, like, when COVID hit, um, I think, Pennsylvania. Yeah. They deliberately put all there the COVID is. patients with all the elderly. That's, and we're showing a picture of the, the, this male to female transgender, I presume, is what we're looking at. And that is, this person was from Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it caused a lot of COVID deaths, like a uh, Cuomo did in New York, where you put all these. Even a kid knows not to put someone sick next to people that are like old. You know, and right? That's what they did. So, yep. You know, very true. It, it sucks. Yep. Yeah, they and, don't. You know, they and they they get away with it because the media is on their side. And the media is yeah, on the side of yeah. evil. They're on the side of death. You know, they... The age of uh, tech oligarchs. Yeah. The day after President Trump was elected was a, I believe, a Saturday. I think he... No, not ele- elected. Inaugurated, right? He was inaugurated, I think it was Friday, January 20th, 2017. I could be wrong. I think Saturday the 21st, Women's March. All these pink hats. Oh, knitting pink hats. That's so peaceful. The pink hats represent... The woman's part out of which the baby is supposed to come, right? But yeah, they support yeah. killing they the baby. In That's They're what that represents. Young. It represents the killing the baby. <laughs> What's that again? Yeah, I've seen them like march around here in Massachusetts and like some of the signs they hold in front of kids with like just the most vulgar stuff. You're yeah. like, and they say Trump had a mouth. I'm like, nah. I agree. I totally agree. President Trump has been, um, yeah, 
how are we supposed to trust that transgender, I think gal is what it's supposed to be, to keep us safe? Good or question. Tell yeah. us how to be healthy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's basically their job. It, 20, <laughs> 2017, though. 2017. So it would have been Thursday. it would have been a Thursday, I guess. Um, yeah, you know, back when Clint in Clinton times, he had like a this female. I think it was a black female Surgeon General. Speaking of vulgarness, who I w- I feel like I was a kid. I mean, in fact, I know it was a I was a kid. Oh, it was a Friday, huh? Maybe it was after a leap year or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. But, um, yeah, I, w- I think I was a kid, and President Bill Clinton's black female Surgeon General, right? Trump had a black male Surgeon General who was kind of silly. But this woman, I think, was for boys and men and maybe everybody doing, like, gross, if you can put up with this euphemism, gross sexual stuff to themselves. Said that that was a good thing to, I think, to avoid teen pregnancies. (laughs) And I guess that you could say, you you could postulate, or whatever you want to call it, that pornography in general is a depopulation tactic, right? Because they pretend, yeah, oh, teen uh, pregnancy is uh, the only evil. We're getting rid of teen pregnancy by encouraging the, the big M, the M word. <laughs> uh, I like to keep oh, it, like, extra clean. Say, uh, is just, uh, you know, God bless our country. Yes. Uh, God bless 45 and uh, say no to eat thoughts. Yeah. Good. Uh, good word. Appreciate you, Paul. Thanks, man. Nice call. Cool. Let me get to Julian in Nashville, Tennessee. Julian, I think he might be a first-time caller, although I recognize the name, out of Nashville, Tennessee. How are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing well as well. Absolutely. Well, good to talk to you again. Yes, I'm a first-time caller on your show. I used to call back in the day on Jess's show. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. you called... Yeah. I believe that you called either my show or when I was hosting for Jesse on his show. I know yeah, that we've talked recently. Jesse wasn't there on Jesse's show. Okay. But you used a different name because I recognized the Julian name. And then I was like, you're not so-and-so. You're Ju- Julian. No, anyway. that wasn't me then. No, okay, maybe it was some. Yeah. It totally could have been somebody else because I, I did end up confusing <laughs> the guy. <laughs> <laughs> unless yes, you no have worries. a unless you have memory problems. Uh no, my memory's actually pretty good. I think okay. I'm getting older, but <laughs> memory's still pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, nice. You're not that old yeah, though, aren't no you? Doubt. About my age or a little older? No, I'm a little older than you. Yeah. Okay. We could turn forty-two. Okay. Nice. Nice age. Yeah. Ah, it, it, it's working for me thus far. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I just uh. Pretty general, like I said, I haven't spoken with you in a minute. I hadn't been busy, so I hadn't got a chance to listen to your show very much. Yeah. But I'm wondering how you guys, this this response, I know you guys were obviously big Trump fans. Right. Uh, his behavior, though, and this is not, I'm not a fan of Biden either, but isn't this behavior kind of what you guys have been preaching against for men for like as long as I remember listening to you guys? No, not at all. I think you're misinterpreting not, his not. behavior. You're misinterpreting. 
I gather that you're right misinterpreting now, his behavior as being petty, beta. angry, beta. beta. Very beta. much beta. Very, very <laughs> feminine-like. Men don't feminine. really move this way. In what, in what way has Trump been feminine? You're talking about President Trump, right? Uh, yes. Okay. President Trump, yes. Well, just the behavior in terms of uh, women kind of reminds me of when a woman's dating a man, and the man is cheating on her, but she just she won't realize it, and she won't let go, she won't move on. Oh, okay. All of this, everything that he's doing now, with this, well, that he was previously doing, he finally kind of calmed down a little bit. Yeah. But even with the transfer of power, he finally came out. He gave a speech. With the speech was actually it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed his speech. I thought he did a good job with that speech. Yeah. But then he turned around and walked away from the inauguration. What first president in 150 years or so to not show up at the transfer of power? Can you blame him? It still strikes me very. It strikes me very feminine. It strikes me as uh, well. If it's not me, it's not going to be anybody. Kind of like us kids, like the. Uh, when you don't get picked at the playground, let me take my ball and go home in. Right on. Sometimes that's the thing <laughs> <So>. to do. <laughs> but it's interesting that, that, you, that you compare him to getting cheated on because, yeah, America and the deep state and the Republican Party and uh, many in his administration cheated on him. And well, I think that... I think the analogy that he's, is better suited to the, the analogy is better suited to the perspective of not realizing the troops, not the, realizing the troops? That, that that man, that country, that party did not want you. Oh <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not, not true. Not being able to walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's not when true. But you think about woman, how many your man don't want you. Do no you believe <laughs> that he got seventy-four to seventy-five million votes? Uh, do I believe that Trump got seventy-four to seventy-five million? Yeah. I don't see why not. It seemed like it was a, I know it was a very, very uh, polarized election. I know voter right. turnout was extremely high and specific in a lot of the minority communities. Uh, I know a lot of the... So you believe that number, uh, though, right? Sears, the millennials, they came out tough. He just did so poorly, and I think... Wait, how do you, how do you figure 74 million is poorly? Well, no, no, uh, you, you, you believe that number, though, right? That's my question. You believe that number? I have no reason to disbelieve that yeah. number. Yeah. So that means, no that doesn't mean that the people the rejected million. him. That, that's a whole lot of people who voted for him. Well, and yeah, he wants, and he, fought, he fought endlessly for voter integrity up until the point that it was time to give up. If you, if you have 74 million people vote for you and 81 million that do not vote for you, and again, mind you, I don't believe Biden actually earned 81 million votes. What I believe is Trump turned away that many people. He did poorly even with white suburban women. I mean, the millennials, the Generation Zers, uh -huh. he turned so many people off. I, I does, like that ref does that reflect bad? That, hold, hold on, on me, Julian. Hold on, hold on real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, hold on, let me all right. say real quick. All right, all right. I feel like the same way that hatred for Obama got Trump elected, hatred for Trump got Biden elected. Trump was a poor candidate, and Hillary Clinton was a terrible candidate, Lord knows. So it wasn't that they were voting necessarily for Trump. They were voting against Clinton. And in this election, it was the same thing. People weren't necessarily <coughs> voting for Biden. They were voting against Trump. Right. Now, I believe that there's some truth to that. But um, you're talk you talked about suburban white women. Does it reflect badly on Trump? Or on those suburban white women 
that they voted against Trump or for Biden? Well, I, I think it, it reflects not necessarily badly on either party. What it reflects oh, come on. to is how he was presenting himself to certain groups of people. There's certain people that the or, device of this doesn't entirely or, work for. Or it, it's, it reflects how the media portrayed him to these people. Because suburban well, no, white women are suckers. You know, like I anybody, know, any know suburban white woman who did not vote for Trump, <laughs> who who voted against Trump, is a total sucker. That very well may be the case. I'm it is the case. That, <laughs> nobody really listens to the actual. But do you disagree with me, Julian? Do you disagree People with find me? Their media in many different avenues now. It's not nobody's really watching CNN and Fox anymore. Julian, if can you hear me? It, actually, Fox Julian was the mouthpiece for Trump. Yeah, they have, they have poor away. perception. They have very poor perception. Yeah, there are a lot of people who watched Trump's words, and he was totally appropriate, but they saw it as inappropriate because they're blind and hateful people. But do you agree with me that Well, Trump, hey, hold on. Let's not do that. I don't know if you remember. I actually happen to be a blind man. So there's nothing wrong with being blind. There is something <laughs> wrong with being spiritually blind. They're blind, spiritually blind, oh, hateful okay. people. I wasn't talking about um, physically well, let's be blind. Clear. Well, but you're spiritually <laughs> blind, too. You think that Trump was being girly when you're the one being girly and judging him as girly. You sound just like is the media. That what it is? Yeah, that's what it is, because the media was endlessly calling... Oh, I heard growl. <laughs> the media was endlessly calling Trump, oh, petty, and oh, he was just complaining and huffing and fuming, when they're the ones huffing and fuming and complaining about him. They're the ones who are the B-words. What is the B-word? B-I- oh, you mean like female, female canine? Yeah. Yeah, they're the ones okay, who were being girly. Uh, well, not him. And I have to... I he have fought... To, I have to hold on, Julian. Julian. Hold on, Julian. I'm sorry, go ahead. He fought, uh, to repeat myself, he fought appropriately for as long as he could until it was time to give up. And okay, then... Well, this is what I and have And then to seeing... I have to, and you... Mm-hmm. And then seeing... He, he knows more than you do about this election. Let's put it that way. He knows more than you do about this election. <laughs> and he knows I more than it. you do about Joe Biden and about the people who are being inaugurated uh, into the administration. And okay. can you blame him for not going to the inauguration? I think he did the right uh, thing by not going. Well, well, what I can blame him for is, is purely, again, and this is not speaking towards, this is purely purely speaking towards his behaviors and what his behaviors represent. Again, I can only look at things through the frame of reference of what I believe is a classy way to move, um, a important, a peaceful and powerful way to move in light of maybe a difficult time. I've had to concede to certain things that I maybe in life didn't want to concede to, but I try to handle myself with a certain level of elegance and you know, grace to it. And that's how Trump has been, too. Well, when? (laughs) Endlessly. He's always been that way. Throughout his presidency, he's been that way. So the rally two Wednesdays ago at the state capitol, that was was gracious? Yes. It was perfect. Perfectly appropriate. It also bothered me, and this bothered me to no end. He's such the the law and order guy, and he's so for, you know, the, the importance of the police officers. Yeah. The man has still actually not made a public statement regarding the officer that died at the state capitol. Not one. You won't find it on record. And? He will not mention that man. 
And, and he won't mention that man because he feels like that man's blood is on his head. You, you're just, you're just making even, stuff up. You're acting like you don't know what you're talking about. Even if I made are you that inside? Started, are you inside even, President well, Trump's head, woman? Even if I made that mistake and I charge those people up to do that, I would feel an importance to that man's family, to that man's legacy, to at least mention him in public. I'm the president of the United You're States. You're being silly. I have You're to, a total I woman, to Julian. I mean, that may be the case. It but is the case. I would personally, I know if that were my father or my brother, I would feel very much slighted that the president never mentioned what happened to that man in that riot. You're being ridiculous. Every, okay, I mean, I, I might be. You're being totally ridiculous. I, I'm okay with that. We don't have to call each other names, though, brother. I'm not calling. I didn't you call you a name. I called that. you ridiculous. That's an adjective. No, no, you actually, you just called me a woman. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did call you a woman <laughs> because you're oh, acting <laughs> yeah, like a total woman. You no, said okay, Trump well, is being let's, feminine. Let's, you're being feminine. Well, let's not be intellectually disingenuous during this conversation. I think you're the one being intellectually disingenuous. <laughs> you're pretending to read Trump's mind about it. No, what I'm actually doing is saying what I think most people in the public. If that were their parent or their sibling or their father, they would appreciate. Of course, yeah, I'm sure that they would. But it doesn't mean that he has to do it or that he's petty for not doing that. No, no, You're being silly. And it's not even remotely Trump's fault. You're pretending that it was Trump's fault that that, all that happened. I don't know. I I never said that. I didn't say it was his fault. You acted like, no, you said said that 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 his speech was not perfect. (laughs) <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody's ever given a perfect speech. <laughs> no, but now I you're mean, being disingenuous. Yeah, tell. you're being disingenuous. Well, who's ever? What, so you said that was a great speech. Perfect. He was appropriate. He was gracious. It was. Well, hold on, it was perfect. Your exact word was perfect. Yes, perfectly okay, appropriate. Well, that's how you feel, James. And you're entitled to that. Opinion. No, it's that's not feeling. It's about. it's accurate. It was objectively well, perfectly no, that's, appropriate. That's subjective. No, it's you objectively perfectly oh, appropriate. Objectively perfect. Yes. Okay, and, and so what is the, the measure, what, what is the meter that we're judging the perfection of a speech on? You're a so blind person. How, how, it's a dumb thing to ask about. Well, you hear speeches. You don't, I'm not reading it. I'm listening to it. Dan, who's blind? That's with it. No, but you're, you're, you keep on jumping <laughs> to the physical. When I'm talking about spiritually, you're blind. Anyway, man, interesting oh, so call. I didn't hear what he was saying. Because I'm seriously blind. Yeah, you don't have any comprehension. Oh. You're you're endlessly judging oh, the man. Okay. You're endlessly judging the man, and you're a pe- you're a petty person. Okay, I mean, if, if that's how you feel, James, it's your opinion. No, it's the you truth. Know, <laughs> the First Amendment grants you that that freedom of speech to say that, and I'm not upset with you over that. Maybe I'll okay. do some uh, inner reflection and look at the mirror and, and see if that's the case. But again, I haven't attacked him at all on this conversation. Yeah, you have. I really haven't spoken negatively about him. What I said <laughs> was what I would have liked to have heard. This is a total lie. You, comp- you called okay. him being beta. Said, you said that he was acting female. And now no, you just said I you haven't you, attacked him personally I, I at all. You, I asked you, doesn't this behavior seem... I You're implying that, that's what you, you think. That. You're being no, silly, Julian. Said, doesn't the behavior seem that way? I spoke purely about behaviors. I didn't speak about the man. If you want to play the semantics, the, the linguistic game with me, James, you got to get a little bit better. Because no, you're, I know what I you're the one playing you know games, I Julian. I got to run. We'll talk again, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Peace. Later.
Yeah. Sure, uh, sure, if you feel that way is his way to belittle you in the way a woman does in an argument. Yeah. Interesting. Intellectuals. What a mess. Hang up, Hakes says, take care, business mayor. Let me get to Robert in Kansas. He wants to give his Trump rating. Robert in Kansas, good to hear from you. How are you doing? Hey, hey, thanks for taking my call, brother. How yeah. are you doing, man? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I'm doing very good. <clears throat> so you, uh, I want to first say that I made some predictions on your show. I was wrong uh, concerning Trump and yeah, Giuliani. I remember, I remember that, come to think of it. Yeah, you said Giuliani was going to make it, was going to uh, save the day, but he did not. Well, yeah, yeah, I know, and I know you remember, Hake, and I guess I, I think I, I would say that I would say Trump would save the day, but via Giuliani, yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just didn't happen. I thought that there would be a release of information uh, for the last uh, couple weeks here. That would be like a crescendo where each day it would be more significant than the day before. Yeah. And um, it just didn't happen, and the information didn't come out, and Trump didn't uh, didn't do what I thought Trump would do. And th they're saying now he could run again in 2024, things like that, and it's just like, well, okay, guys, maybe <laughs> maybe he can, I, but that's, uh, that's, that's uh, some time from now. So, right. Let's stay in the you present. Know, I certainly... Yep. Yeah, I was I was already wrong just just about that, so I don't want to predict what's going to happen in, in four years from now. So right. But yeah, man. Um, I appreciate that. I had forgotten. I mean, I had thought about it in between now and the last time that you called, but I had forgotten. I appreciate you uh, coming back on that and saying that it was a wrong prediction. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I was wrong, and usually that's. You know, I'm I'm just normally not. So it was one of those deals where I wanted to say, yeah, I I I went out there on a limb and I thought this was going to happen and it would be this way, and I, it was just totally totally incorrect. So I wanted to say that just so. Uh, yeah. Anyway, briefly, um, briefly, real quick, were you a Q person? Just yes or no? No, Hank, I wasn't uh, really ever a Q guy. I, I, I appreciated Q because when I heard about it, they were talking about pedophile rings right. running governments, running national governments, running world governments, and that it was a matter of blackmail. And it used to be used to be that they could get homosexuality or just maybe infidelity on a man and they could they could corrupt him. Yeah. But then it went, you know, that was like in the fifties or, you know, and then nowadays it has to be like child rape and, uh, other forms of blackmail in order to get to certain levels. So, um, yeah, I appreciated Q for bringing out that about the, uh, elite rings of satanic pedophilia. And so on some level that is absolutely real. As far as I can tell, Satan rules this world and he does so by way of money and sex and uh, everything else that he uses, deception in general. Yeah. And so uh, I, I appreciate Q for that. Now, do I know what Q is? Do I know, you know, I, I did, you know, they were saying a bunch of stuff I knew was true, but then they were also misleading people at the same time, as far as I could tell. So there was a thing for me where I'm like, well, okay, thanks for putting out this initial information and waking a bunch of people up that had, had never heard this stuff before. Yeah. At the same time, if you mislead people and you you put out fifty percent truth and fifty percent lies, that's a lot of lies. Well, 
Yeah. And I have to believe on some level that there's something else going on here. So I never really jumped into the whole, like, I'm a Q person. Yeah. But at the same time, I appreciate anybody who tells any any level of truth, right? Like, so I talk about Alex Jones on other radio shows right. and about who he works for. But at the same time, I love Alex Jones because Alex Jones says a bunch of truth. Right. So it's like, okay, if you say a bunch of truth, but then you are also, let's say, compromised in this way or that way, at the same time, you still said that truth. So I, um, I'm i not saying that I hate Q or whatever. I just... Uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not... Uh, I just, you know, you can hear you can hear some anonymous, you know, take on something with a bunch of cryptic messages, but you just have to, you know, take <laughs> that for what it is, right? Like, it's pretty weird. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. All right, bro. I want to talk about Trump, man. Yes. Um and so the grade that I would give Trump, Hake, and you might you might disagree with me, but I would give Trump an F for for failure. Yeah. And uh, and that's uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty hard on the guy. I loved him in 2015, 2016. I loved the guy, and I was uh, I was on his uh, support. In 2017 is when the Las Vegas shootings happened. And Trump uh, went along with the narrative, and he said that a lone senior citizen uh, committed all this gun crime, just, you know, shootings. Right. And, uh, and you know, and, and then I was like, well, okay, Trump, what are you going to do? And he said, well, I'm going to ban bump stocks, <laughs> and I'm going, to say, I'm going to say that we should have red flag laws and that white supremacy is the problem. And so from then on out, Hake, I've really had a problem with him. Uh, 20, 2018, it didn't get any better. 2019, uh, not any better. I mean, it's all this stuff about support the gays. Right. Put, put, put women on courts. Put women overseas in power. Support the blacks. The freaking blacks need more support. <laughs> we, should let these, we should let these criminal blacks out of prison because they're black, right? And so Trump just, Trump just kept doing all this stupid nonsense. I'm going to watch my mouth on your show. Hey. I appreciate it. Uh, and, but he just kept doing it, man, and everything became... And then in 2019, 2020, he shut down the country, okay, this this homo flag-waving, you know, you know, bundle of sticks. He, he, he shut down the country. He admitted that COVID was real, and he, he destroyed small business. He got us wearing masks, stuck in our house, talking about a vaccine is the answer. And so I'm sitting there going, you know what? Go ahead. Bring Biden in. Go ahead and bring <laughs> Biden in. If you want to stick me in my house with a mask on my face, talking about small business is, is bad, and you should go to Walmart, you should go to the strip club, but not to your church. You know, this guy, Trump should have done something, man. He should have done something on a level that that even if they destroyed him, it would destroy the whole government. Right? Interesting, That's man. What Trump should have done, and he didn't do it, man. He he punked out. He was a beta, and he just he said, "Okay, fine, I'll submit to COVID, and I'll act like I got it, and I'll heal, and then I'll <laughs> say, don't let it dominate you, but wear your mask is patriotic, and you should shut down your business, dude, man. I you know." It's just it's something it's something about him, man, where he he could have gone ahead and gone all the way and maybe they would have killed him. 
right? They would have killed him like they did JFK, but he didn't even do that. So on some level, I'm like, you know what? You punked up, man. You 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 didn't do it. You didn't do all the. You didn't go all the way and make it happen where they had to kill you to to prove this thing all wrong, and you become a martyr in history forever in America, <laughs> and you become something that's totally uh, totally beyond comprehension of the average person, right, in terms of what you do. He didn't do that, and maybe he does something later, right, with Trump TV, Trump media, Trump whatever. Maybe he does something, Hank, and I'm not saying he won't, and I don't want to take anything away from Trump either because he could do something great, and he's already, and, and you know, has like has say, has Trump been anything other than consistent to how he's always been? Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know who Trump. I don't know who Trump is, man. I I, I just know that uh, because President Trump has always. I don't know if you heard the beginning of my show, but he's always been nice to the blacks from year decades ago. He's always been nice to the blacks and nice to the liberal stuff and the gays and all that stuff. He's always been like that. And he's never been for um, whites being into their whiteness or anything like that. So I don't see him like you see him. And I think that you overreacted because you thought that he was like you. Like you thought that he was into the stuff that you're into. And you thought that he wasn't a mainstream believing boomer guy who does believe in that this COVID thing is... Uh, this Wuhan virus is, he said that it's five times deadlier than the flu or is, or is what he heard. And so he was taking it seriously. He was fighting against the mask mandates. He was setting an example of not wearing masks when he didn't need to. He was constantly um, fighting against, at least verbally fighting against the shutdowns of small businesses. I know that you guys wanted a, a, a dictator to come in and force local businesses to open up. You really think that he could have done that? I don't believe so. I think he did. I think he did quite right con- and was consistent with how he's always been. I think that you overreacted. You got emotionally involved, kind of like what Jesse Lee Peterson said. Keep a little space between you and him so that you don't get overly attached or alien or overly alienated when he does stuff that you disagree with. And some of your criticisms, I, I agree with. I don't think that it's wise to ban bump stocks. It's, I think it's a silly thing. And um, denouncing white supremacy is a silly thing because it's a, it's a scaremonger. It's a boogeyman. It's a boogeyman that doesn't really exist, although they kind of make it exist by endlessly attacking whites. So I agree with you on some stuff, but you're um, emotionally overboard. Okay, Hank, well, my response would be to you that uh, you have to look at what he actually did compared to what he said. His rhetoric was perfect, especially the first couple years. Like I say, I pushed for him real hard 2014, 2015, 2016. I was a part of the Trump team, okay, in a lot of ways. Yeah, and so I don't doubt I that. Say, I, tr- I did support him, and I support him all, all through. The thing is that he didn't build the wall. The 400 miles out of 2,000 miles, that's one-fifth of the wall. Human trafficking and drug trafficking goes over a wall every day right now. Okay, are you aware? Are you aware of the endless fighting against the wall that took place by the ACLU I, I and every environmentalist? I, 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 hey, 
yeah. Hey, man, I'm aware as a veteran that understands command structure of the military that Trump could have put troops on the border from day one. Not, not. I don't day, think. I don't think not, that you're. Uh, I don't think that you're being fair to the guy. I think that you're you not being realistic because you guys were talking I'm about. Being, yeah, I know you guys were I'm listen absolutely realistic. Hey, listen, Robert, you guys were talking about oh, he should do an executive order and declare emergency. He did that, he and he was still running into endless. He, he had the whole government against him. Most of the people in the okay. in the Defense Department, yeah, I even know. hate the him. It's a bunch of baby killing perverts. Hey, I right. know he, under, he has them against him, but that's the thing is you, you have unrealistic expectations, you have unrealistic expectations. Of a president, no, he just didn't do it. He no, just you didn't do what he said. Hey, of course he did he, what he, he said. Failed, he mostly he did what he said. Now. He didn't secure the election either. He could have. He could. He could have secured the election. He could not. He cannot single-handedly secure the election. He was endlessly calling out this stuff, and he even Bill Barr. For years, he had years. Bill Barr. That these people are criminals. Bill Barr did not prosecute the stuff that he was supposed to prosecute. He didn't. He didn't yeah, like the Insurrection Act. He put deep state Bill Barr, Clinton Bush. Because uh, that's, because that's what he place. is. He believes in, he has to work with these people. Do you think, do you think him yeah. appointing, you think him appointing um, such and such independent minded nationalist person would get approved by the Senate? These guys have to get approved by the Senate, his political yeah, appointees. You're right. You're right. He has so you have unrealistic attacks on him. And no, it's, uh, you put sessions in. You put sessions. He doesn't do anything. You put bar. He doesn't do anything. I mean, these guys didn't do anything to anybody ever. Right. And so at some point, you got to get radical, Hank. At least at the end, you got to be like, okay, they're going to push me out. I mean, what's going to happen to Trump now? I think you're I think you're acting terrible. like you're acting like Julian was acting, where you have you want to think that he has your mindset of doing something radical, or in Julian's case, the caller before you. Of uh, reaching uh, out and apologizing to the um, family of the officer, Capitol Police officer who was killed, or making a public statement, when those things would not necessarily do be effective like you're thinking that they would be. And Trump doesn't have your mind. He he doesn't know what you're thinking, and you don't know what his situation is. I think you guys are jumping to conclusions. Well, I know. But I de- I do accept the F. I, and I accept the um, some of the criticism for, for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, man. I, I I appreciate you for accepting my call and having me on your show. I just how would you say that. how would you rate um, Reagan? Reagan. The thing about Reagan F- is, uh, hey, B- I was C- a, I was a child, so yeah. I don't really know. I was like a little tiny, like baby. I know, so but you I know history. Be- a little. I think that Reagan, just like JFK, but JFK was different, obviously. I think Reagan was doing the right thing, and then somebody shot him because he was doing the right thing. And then the deep state, you know, you know came into his hospital room and like, hey, Mr. Reagan, uh, we're going to shoot you and the rest of your family if you don't do what we tell you to do from here on out. You understand me, boy? We just shot you now, and we're going to shoot you again. And and I think uh, there's a thing about that where they will just eventually kill you. Right. And I think that I think that what what I was calling for Trump to do in his old age is to make that <laughs> what actually happens, where wow. he goes all the way to the limit, where they're just like, you know what, we're going to have to kill you because you won't back down. So an and F. That would be- yeah, I got you. I appreciate that, man. 
is an F, is it an F plus? Is it like 50% or 55% or what? Okay, here's the thing, man. I've said <laughs> How would you nice rate him? About- what president has done what he's supposed to do? What, is there any president who got, gets a higher grade that you know of? Well, uh, Washington, uh, Jackson, th- those presidents are who they are, but that's a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Reagan, I would give a, I would give, you know, what's an F? What's up from an F? You'd be like a D or a C. I'd <laughs> give him maybe that. Wow. And the only reason I grade Trump so hard is that because he knows so much, and we we know so much, or at least those that do. All right. And so that's the thing is Reagan. Reagan came out of Hollywood. Trump comes out of Hollywood. Maybe these people are controlled opposition. Maybe they are these things that we can't even imagine. And then JFK. And, and J- JFK. A, B, C, D, E, F. Well, anyone who gives their life just like or Lincoln. Incom- I or I for incomplete. <laughs> well, I hate Lincoln, okay? I hate Lincoln. I think Lincoln destroyed America. No, He's I'm not talking about Lincoln. I said I, I know, for incomplete. If you give your life, I don't care. Some people tell me JFK oh, was see. a faggot. I have no idea. But some don't say that word on, on my show. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you give yeah. your life for the country, Lincoln, uh, Kennedy, whoever, if you give your life for the country, if you're killed by the deep state, uh, by the bankers, in the end, I absolve you of almost everything. I don't care what you do or who you are. Interesting. And so I think that's what happened to JFK. He tried <laughs> to issue Executive Order 11110 to bring us back to the silver standard, and they killed him for it along with he wouldn't go along with Vietnam. And, uh, you know, hating Germany forever because they were Nazis, which just means someone who's pro-life. And so uh, that's, uh, that's, that's the thing, man. They killed Lincoln. Uh, they killed Kennedy for lots of reasons. And um, to give these guys a grade, you know, Trump, I love Trump, by the way, Hague. So I don't want to You voted say, for him, right? I voted, voted for him twice, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so both times and... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I I love I love Trump in the ways that I do, but man, the last three years, bro, he eventually just became a vaccine salesman in the end. <laughs> right, and but I'm he's a boomer. Thinking, I mean, that's man, to be expected. To me. Yeah, man, you're just you're just selling vaccines and saying that there's a virus and everyone's fine and all we'll, the small businesses closed and no. We'll talk more, J- Robert. Man, I appreciate it. I I know that you're disappointed, and I love the call. We'll talk again, man. All right, hey, hey, I love you, brother. You, hey, do not marry that woman that says that she found you. You go find some twenty-year-old uh, Mennonite Amish, okay? You go find something. Make sure she has a good daddy, and that's who you met. You, you pick her out like you're picking out a steak on the hook, okay? And I, then you go find her daddy. That's and funny. If her daddy is a good guy, you can always work within the family, you know. So uh, that's that's how you get married. Hey, don't be married to some woman chasing you all over from wherever to California. All right, brother. I appreciate the advice, man. (laughs) Take care. Uh, That was funny. You know, when I was on the phone with Holly yesterday, DNYG said, this is so cringe. (laughs) And then Proc Proc Zero said, don't listen to her, Hake. She wants to destroy you. Make her pay on the first date, Hake, said Peter R. Funny stuff. Little Little Caesars sticks said, Hail Odin Sire, and Buddy Van Sigrid says, pizza is amazing. <laughs> but that was funny. DNYG, and I know who you are, man. <laughs> Lin Yen Chin said, she sounds adorable, pretty and cute, but slightly demented. At least give her a hug, Hake. That's funny. Let me get to Justice in Las Vegas, Nevada. I didn't get to get to her earlier this week. Justice, how are you doing? What a- 
Um, no, no woman is good, but I'm well. How are you, Hank? I'm fine as well. Thank you. Dude, I just had just a nice landscapers are here right now. Like, right when you're about to oh, pick okay. up, I had to tell everybody, stop, please. Like, there's my dog's about to bark. My assistant just got here. It's about to get crazy, but I'm trying. I'm trying to shut it all down. And nice. I am dying to talk to you. Uh, you know, I don't know how much time we have here and if you're willing, but I've got just a slew of topics here to get through real quick. And, you know. We'll get to what we can on, get to. Go for right. it. Right. Curious. Okay. 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 So, oh, just as a, you so wanted just to as talk about note. Trump gulags leaked video regarding yeah, Trump well, gulags. Well, yeah, and also the the lieutenant general major uh, thing that you know the video that leaked. Oh, I don't know if it's a leak or if they put it out there. Okay, all right. I guess we'll start with the big stuff. Um, okay, all right. I've got a couple of posts. Just here, at just least one to one or two, because I have a lot of calls lot to get to, on. and I I all right. kept Robert on a bit long. Anyway, okay. Go All for right. it. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, basically, yeah, there was a little video leaked um, by Project Veritas, um, and it had Michael Beller, who is the principal counsel of PBS, and uh, uh, a journalist off of, you know, Project Veritas basically, like, got him on, on camera talking about, you know, oh, as soon as the Biden administration's in, uh, we're just going to basically arrest um you know, round up Trump supporters and, and take their children and put them in these re-education oh. camps. I mean, okay. they could have been doing it. To I heard something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, dumb or whatever. But, I mean, he, he seems very serious, and they've been catching him saying stuff like this all over the place. And, and uh, like I said, you know, PBS, they get their money from the government. They're, they're funded straight. It's in the name. Um, but, anyway, that's their main counsel. Also, um, it's wild. they also... Project Veritas, you know, had proved that lady, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, um, you know, she at least was, you know, taking in 8,000, 10,000 fake ballots. And, I mean, there's proof all over the place. I'm in Nevada right now. Just the numbers are incredible. Um, you know, how many I, I follow. You can't discuss this sort of thing. You can't discuss politics with people unless they sat up for, like, 24 hours or at least 16 hours and watched every single state come in and then kept in touch with like, oh, why did they stop counting for this time? Oh, yeah. look, it just shot up, you know, incredibly at this time. And people, I don't know, they're just believing what they're hearing on the MSM. And this other video I wanted to mention, um, I, like I said, I don't know if it was leaked. I'm pretty aware, you know, it, it looked like he was pretty aware he was being filmed. It was, I believe if you search YouTube, it was in January 8th, I think. Um, it was, uh, his name is Lieutenant General, uh, Lieutenant General Major, wait, I got Lieutenant General here, but it says Major General Thomas McEnany, and it's, you know, M-C-I-N-E-R-N-E-Y. Uh -huh. But um, and it, he's, a, he's like third in rank of the Air Force for many, many years. He's been, he's been in the Air Force from, I don't know, something like 1960 to like 1995 or something wow. like that. But um, he's, he's got an impeccable record from what I can tell. And, um, you know, he's in the White House and he's talking to a lot of other people. And he's just basically going on about how, how COVID was a biological weapon, um, you know, released. And he's standing in the White House talking about this stuff. You know, <laughs> if this is all legit and everything. We need to look more into it for sure. Yeah. But uh, he was just talking about how Antifa came in and they did their thing on, on January 6th. And how uh, the media just bought it because of, you know, Rupert and Sons, uh, uh, what's his name, Murdoch, Murdoch Rupert, you know, he put his son James in, in charge of Fox. And they're James, liberals. Uh, yeah, so liberal. Yep. James is vice and all these, all these super liberal, uh, you know, publications. Yeah, they say that his dad, Rupert, is, you know, Fox, the Fox guy is like a, 
you know, more conservative or whatever, but I, who knows these days. Yeah. But um, basically, this general was just talking about how Antifa did their thing, the media ran it, um, McConnell, you know, betrayed, Schumer betrayed, Pelosi betrayed. Uh, he wasn't too keen on, you know, Pence, which I wasn't either, but, I, you know, I'm not as close to this as these kind of people, so I'm, I'm just trying to figure it all out. Yeah. But here's the thing. He started going into how he said there was this program called and I hope I don't have anybody show up at my door or anything. I try to keep a low profile, but I'm definitely a nerd that has to know everything politically. <laughs> and I dig and dig. And I promise you, I'm on all kinds of sites. Remind me of Ann Coulter. Don't even, don't even make it to. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so she, uh, so he said that basically Comey, this was his allegations, this general. I'll give you his name again if you want. But that Comey had sold a program called uh, Hammer and Scorecard. To uh, to the Chinese, and uh, how as soon as he found out about it, the next day he went on a, a Steve Bannon program, the general uh, or lieutenant general, and um, he was essentially he was talking about um, he, he skipped over the seven contested states, which I, I know up and down, and maybe another call is to not take too much time, but like I watched those seven states come in and how how what changed and when it changed, and unless people are following the stuff like this, they you can't even talk to them. Like they yeah. don't know what they're talking about. I think you're right but, uh, about and that. It takes a lot of time. It yeah. takes a lot of time. Yeah, if you have kids or you're working too much or this or that or the other thing, like you know, it takes a certain person that's able to do it and that has the kind of brain to dig and dig and dig and dig. Yeah. But anyway, so so like trying to get at it real quick. I'm not trying to talk like maze or anything. I'm just <laughs> I'm doing my best to get through. Are you like, watching chat? Somebody compared you to the white maze. She's there are Lord the slow maze. down. Well, <laughs> well here it is like you said, like the, you know, you, you gotta get going. I'm I'm glancing at the clock. There's not that much time and there's just so many topics here that are huge. And yeah. so, you know, re rewind, take some notes and then, you know, start pouring it. Don't Google it. But anyway, um, okay. So basically he was saying that they <laughs> will try to slow it down a bit. The Comey was, uh, selling this program called uh, hammer and scorecard, which was interfering with the, uh, the voter, the voter scorecards, which I think it's funny how they say they couldn't be hacked because uh, they don't even access the internet. And then if anyone saw it, they actually hacked sure it enough. in real time. Yeah. Like, they're plugged yeah, into, they're plugged into laptops that are accessing the internet. Yeah. Is what yeah, I've so heard. It's, it's, yep. It's bull crap. Yeah. So basically <laughs> he's saying that this program gets into the voting machines and they change them ever so slightly um, as to have, you know, the, the candidate win just by a certain amount or whatever have you. And then, you know, he started getting into it like, yeah. Pence, Which, of course, I disavow. This can't be real. Has to be fake news. But go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Do what you got to do. But, um... <laughs> So he was essentially saying, you know, how, how all of this is, is very, very scary and how none of it's been heard in courtrooms and all this sort of stuff. And that how, um, you know, it's basically democratic socialism just opens the door to communism. And, right. Um, with all the censoring of the, you know, the POTUS, uh, POTUS and like Twitter and Facebook and, and the blatant, you know, parlor and, and along those lines. I've got a couple of notes here about, um, <laughs> you know, there are, <laughs> sorry. There are ways to, to avoid this stuff. You know, it takes a while, it takes some devotion, but you can use, you know, things like uh, Tor. And, and I heard people asking for some, some news sites. You know, there's there's Breitbart, there's the Corbett Report, in addition to, like, a lot of the things that you mentioned. There's, there's a lot more things out there. Maybe get on the chance uh, a little bit and, uh, yeah. you know, check. 
check out what you can. And uh, as far as Jack Dorsey um, and all that kind of stuff, I just I just thought it pertinent to point out. A lot of people have been pointing out this week that um, you know Twitter bought uh, Twitter bought uh, Signal, and Signal is a, a product of, of Whisper Systems. Just saying. So, Whisper um, Systems. I heard about yeah, something okay. to look into. I don't want to get into it so much. All right. But um, and then last couple things here. So I don't know how how Pocket Networks. I just heard about it recently. Um, it, it's basically supposed to be like a, a decentralized, uh, you know, social network or, or or parlor or this or that or whatever. I don't even mess with that stuff. But you know, if, if you want to talk, you lost it, me. It's good. We mean. I didn't understand what you just said just now. You said Pocket. Okay, Pocket Net. Is a new yeah. company out, okay. and it's like it's supposed to be a decentralized um, social media platform, like for conservative for anybody, for anybody that it won't get shut down, it cannot get shut down. Nobody's going to be censored. So I, I I haven't looked into it enough, but it seems like worth looking into, and and it's on the blockchain, and um, you know. So I'm, do you have peace, justice, with everything that's going peace? on? Yeah. I'm, I have peace, but I have to devote a certain amount of, of my life to, to knowing as much as I can. I won't <laughs> go past a certain point. I won't make myself crazy or anything, but, um, you know, I, I have I have a unique kind of life where, where I'm able to spend some time uh, doing the things I care about, you know, here and there. And and this is what I care about. This is my world, and, and you know, I'm 41, and I started you know, listening to quote unquote conspiracy theories, maybe when I was 13 or 15 or something like that. And, uh, it's been a long time. I've seen a lot, you know, uh, as far as like that gentleman was just talking about Vegas. Right. You know, I don't, I don't want to say anything too specific, but you know, I'm sure a lot of people are aware of like, um, anytime a major event happens like that in the U S if you go back a couple of days or a week back, even on Craigslist or here or there, you can see advertisements for day workers, for crisis actors. So like do the drill, <laughs> the events, like there was event 201 before we got coronavirus. I think that's the number. Um, and I think if you look up event 202, it's kind of people trying to fight against that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're above they all were, else. I think because People don't know have, have to know everything that's going on. People mainly have to be right. Because all this stuff is overwhelming. It is overwhelming, but, you, you know, you have to know as much as you can know without it making you crazy. And then you have I don't to think say, that's like, necessarily what can I do true. about it? I don't think you have to. <laughs> I don't know if you have to know as much as you can know without making you crazy. Because what can you do about most of this stuff? Nothing. But you can see through people just by being able to, like, as the Bible says, and I don't know if this is what the Bible means by it, just, like, test the spirits. You know what I mean? <laughs> Joel says, I re- is this what you're referring to when you say, I rebuke? Or was that, okay, he's rebuking somebody else. Because <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I know that Joel is not intellectual. I yeah. don't think he is. And uh, Jesse Peterson is not intellectual, and he doesn't know a lot of stuff. And I don't sure. think, I know that Trump maybe knows a lot more, but they don't necessarily pour into everything, and yet they're powerful for what's right. But, but I'm not saying that you shouldn't be looking into this stuff, but it just, it's overwhelming even listening to, to you uh, <laughs> rattle this all off. <laughs> There's a simpler way yeah. to go about it. But I appreciate you, Justice. It's nice to hear from all you. Right. And thank you for the tips. All right. Yeah, I have more, but you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Take care. 
we'll I talk think again. you should try to take a time to learn what you can it, it, until it makes you uncomfortable. And then you got to take a couple of days for yourself or do what you got to do. But <laughs> you're saying, what can I do about it? Like Jesse the Peterson talks about all the time. Yes, you can get involved. Yes, you can do this. Yes, you can do that. Like, yeah. you know, start, start taking ownership and initiative and, and I have plans and, and I, you know, I'm not too comfortable being on film or anything, but I think it wouldn't hurt if I took a few, few minutes a day here and there to just, you know, put a little political information out there so that for the people yeah. that don't have time to dig like this, you know, it's just compile it for the people. To, yeah. To With the, or whatever, a yeah. few sources or whatever. That's cool. For sure. All right. Uh, what All right, would you grade? Mind. What would you grade Trump? A, B, C, D, E, F. Or out of one to what ten. Grade Trump. <laughs> out of one to ten. Uh, a B C D E F. Mm, good question. Uh, I think I would, considering all that's been happening and what he's tried to do and everything, I give him. I give him. Uh, I probably give him an A. All right. Probably give him an A. You know, maybe an A minus or something. So. Yeah. Fair enough. A couple things I didn't like. We don't have time to get into them. But, uh, you know, he's done so much more. Like him or don't, this or that. Uh, He's done so much more than so many people have in my lifetime. I've been paying attention to politics since I was a teenager. And, um, man, did he get a lot done with with people constantly trying to sue him, impeach him, stop him, block him. Very true. Yeah, you got to give him props. All right. Nice, Justice. Take care. We'll talk again. You too. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. Thank you. Um, Eddie in Kentucky, a first-time caller. Eddie, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm fine as well. Thank you. I know we're getting close to the top of the hour. I will be brief. Um, disappointed that Trump didn't win. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, second of all, as more were elected into Congress and Senate and not having a majority, what could, what could Trump have done? It's a good question. It's a really tough year. Very tough year for Trump. Um, Now he still has the opportunity to come back in four years. Maybe. I think, you know, hopefully. You never know. But in the meantime, we need to elect the right people in Congress and Senate that, that they can be there to support him when we do have Trump or a right person coming back in that can actually get something done and get something passed because Trump was running into so many roadblocks and people were afraid to vote for him or vote for whatever his agenda was. So I think we just need to focus on getting people to help whatever president comes in in four years or eight years. And local government, because the local governments are getting more and more and more corrupt and families and our own lives. We need to deal with the corruption from the small to the big, and not necessarily... I did see that there are some. By the way, I saw that Claston Bernard is running for uh, Congress over there out of Louisiana. Claston Bernard has been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before, a couple of times at least, and he's been to the men's conferences. He's an Olympian, a Jamaican guy who came to America, became a citizen here. And uh, he's a decent Christian man running for office for Congress. But people can get involved on the local level and kind of bring a light back to some of our cities that are just a mess and the homes yeah. and stuff. But yes. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do agree with that because the way Trump ran it, he, he didn't want Washington to run each state. He wanted the local people. Right. 
the local government to run what was going on, yep. what businesses are open, instead of, you know... I agree. Being a dictator. That's why I don't blame him for the... That's why I don't blame him for letting the shutdowns happen, because that's what respect for the local control is. The local people, many of the local people in these liberal cities... They kind of know that it's ridiculous, but they still go along with it. And some of them are go say, "Oh, it doesn't go far enough," and let them suffer. They need their own wake up call. You can't force freedom on people. We've done enough of that. <laughs> I know. All right, I will let you go. Thank you, you Eddie. Good to hear Thank from you. You, you too. Bye-bye. Take care. Pete in Alabama. Let me just try to get at least one more call in. Uh, more people are Ian and hey. Joe. What's up, Pete? Hey man, uh, I wanted to say that it's it's crazy how people are thinking. You know, Trump is their savior. Like he's going to wave his magic hands over, you know, an entire swamp and burn out the methane. Yeah, That's not possible. Right. But, and then uh, uh, what's his name? Robert wanted J- Trump to sacrifice his young life. <laughs> his young life. It's what is he? Seventy four. <laughs> he still has. Yeah. I don't know. He has so much yeah. energy. I don't think it's meant for Trump to. To die for this right, at right, this time. Right. He, he's, he's just like burned out. He shines like God's light shines through him onto you know seventy five million Americans that actually voted. You know, they right. say whatever about Biden, but Biden's people assuming that is real. Uh-huh. They're the people who want abortion and you know homosexuality and all the stuff that you know destroys God's creation. But yep. us Trump supporters, we. We know the truth, and there's been an entire generation of young men, you know, I'm 20, but people younger than me that are growing up, and uh, they're seeing, like, how cool it is just to make fun of what what makes people emotionally frail or whatever. Right. I I think, uh, you know, these are supposedly his last days in office, but even Trump's going out with a bang. Because I thought it was weird how he said, you know, Sleepy Joe. Sniffy Joe is obviously so much better. (laughs) But then when he brought Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, along, it's like... That's funny. uh, I hadn't made that connection. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. uh, You know, I'm glad that that some of... That more and more people are getting a taste of the attacks on freedom. Because... When it was just the whites, the white so-called nationalists and people who were getting shut down, um, many of us said that's wrong. We need freedom of speech in this country, but not enough. And when you force people, when you allow people to, more and more people to suffer, as many mainstream so-called conservatives and Trump supporters and people are getting shut down, including the president himself, that um, is more of a wake-up call to more people. So it's kind of seeing evil unmasked is a great opportunity for awakening people to, um, as long as they don't overreact, they can be, I'm not an accelerationist, (laughs) but it's a great, like, let God be the one doing it, right? Or let God be the one in control doing it, not you trying to manipulate so that something crazy happens. (laughs) But yeah. It's so, all about whose house you, uh, whose house you're in, 2021. Uh, yeah, uh, God's got blackjack. <laughs> I appreciate it, Pete. I'm over time, but we'll talk again. You've called right, before, man. haven't you? Or no? Yes, I called uh, two days ago. Okay. 
Well, it's good to hear from you again, Pete. What do you All grade right, you Trump? Should... A, B, C, D, or F? I said E last time. There's no E. Man, I'd put him up there on A plus plus with uh, wow, with like Hannibal or uh, Caesar Augustus. I, I think <laughs> that he has his chance now to make that that legendary tier. Wow! So, All right, well, I appreciate it, Pete. We'll talk again. Take care, man. All right. All right. God bless you as well. Joe from Phoenix, Arizona, and Ian from Martinez, California, and the rest of the callers. They wanted to talk about the inauguration. Joe, of course, says that Trump did not fight for election integrity. Very interesting, man. I hope you're able to call back um, later this week, tomorrow, whenever you can, and elaborate on that. But this has been the Hake Report. Happy day, everybody. Be, uh, as the Bible says, consider it pure joy. <laughs> whenever you go through trials of many kinds. And for most of us, this is not even really a, tr- a trial except in your imagination. All right, guys, thehakereport.com for my stuff. Hey, by the way, I forgot to mention, all day, 4 p.m. my time, Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel premiere of a Sunday service throwback episode. A Sunday service throwback from 2010. Make sure you check it out. You can go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church, rebuildingtheman.com slash church, and catch, either watch or podcast the, uh, that ser- throwback service from Church with Jesse Lee Peterson 10 years ago, almost 11. All right, guys, take care.